What's up, everybody? This is your man, DJ Doris E. This is Maya Dorsey. And this is the Dorsey Den. Come on in. Sit your butts down on the couch and let's have some dialogue. Um, First, let me start off by saying we apologize for not dropping the podcast last week. Maya had to go out of town to Seattle for a business trip, and we kind of rushed through it a little bit. We did. We did actually record one. Two. Yeah, we actually recorded two. Didn't like them. Didn't like them. Three. Well, two and a half. Right. Because we added the kids. I edited the kids in there, did an interview with them, and it just did not come out right. Exactly. So we want to make sure we put out quality. And, um, yeah, we didn't have quality. And I wasn't going to put out trash to you all because you all seem to like what we're doing thus far. So we don't want you all to dislike us. Right. So today we um we actually got some company. Now, let me explain this company thing. We don't call it guest because we are in the den in our house. So we got company today. So we got the guns in here. Welcome. What up, y'all? What's up? What's up? We appreciate the invite. Appreciate the invite. So who you are hearing is Will Gunn, also a.k.a. DJ Hook Hook and Sydney Gunn. Yes, yes. So we are here today because we want to talk about a little bit of balance. Balance. Now, let me let me give the backdrop on this. I kind of call y'all like the mirror family a little bit. Like I feel like when I'm looking at y'all, I'm looking at us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the it's the it's the in the literal way. <laughs> we kind of almost drive the same cars. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> we almost drive the same cars. Y'all y'all one upped us on one though. <laughs> and then um, like equipment, we almost we have the same. We do exact have the same equipment. equipment. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You was first with yours though. It's all good though, you know. Yeah, same. So yeah. I, I seen the quality. I was at Hello uh, Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Joneses over here got <laughs> the Joneses. <laughs> yep. So I'm keeping up with the Joneses, but no. So here's the thing. Will or DJ Hook, we gonna what, what, what we going by today? We going by Will or Hook? It's your show, bro. We in right. here, man. We in the den. You know what I'm saying? We just happy to be here, yeah, bro. Yeah. So Will is also a DJ, mm-hmm. and um, first, let me start off by saying this: when when I first got started DJing, we were four years, five years into our marriage. Yeah, five years. We got married in yeah about five years because I started in 2009. Mm-hmm. So it all started for me. I was doing promotions and. Um, I seen like I was competition to everybody. So I was like, you know what? Let me become the guy that is everybody's friend. So I ended up becoming the DJ so I can be in everybody's party. So it kind of, you know, I was traveling a little bit because I think because who I was, the, the group that I was involved with, I ended up, you know, I was managing a group. And I ended up meeting a lot of people. The next thing you know, I was like, you know what? Let me try this DJ thing. And it kind of just plugged me right on in. Mm-hmm. So initially, I was kind of traveling. Um, with different groups and different cities and different states. And then next thing you know, you know, kids getting a little bit older. And I was like, you know what? Let me stick a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. So I kind of turned all that in and became more of what we call the mobile DJ. Right, right, right. Okay, you need to tell the middle part of the story. <laughs> What's the middle part? You just evolved to that point. Well, I'm going to come really? back to it. He said that's his executive summary version. Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, really, exactly. he skipped a whole lot of steps, though. You know what I mean? Oh, well, so so what what what, what am I skipping? Um, the, the unbalanced part? Yeah, hello. Oh, here we come. Now let's get into right. it. Here we Unhappy. Go. We here to instigate. I'm here with the party instigator, so I'm going to be instigating today. You know? That's what we're doing. Well, initially, she would, you would call it, Maya would call it my mistress. Yes. I was One ma- of them. 
one of them. Yeah. Well, you didn't meet Becky with the straight hair. You know what? <laughs> Don't die today. I'm just playing. There's no Becky. <laughs> Don't die. Her name was Sanquisha. You I'm know what? Sanquisha. You know she had nappy hair. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm just playing. But no, I, when I was managing, I think where the unbalance came from, we had a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just. She was a newborn. And she got a straight face too, just right. for y'all listening. Like she was not playing she, at all. She she was a newborn. She was a newborn. Yeah. And then here I am, gone. Mm-hmm. And you wasn't feeling it. Yeah, it's time you going on tour. Yeah. Do what now? But I I would I wasn't gone long. Mm-hmm. So let me skip forward a little bit. With a newborn, at first it was like I was gone, 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 DJ, DJ, DJ and DJ. As you know. Summer is the hot time, mm-hmm. prime time. So gotta go get it. Gotta go get it. And I think it was 2014. 2014, we um. You asked me a very difficult question. Mm-hmm. Can I start taking off one weekend out the whole month? I'm one, like, one month. weekend. Just one. Just one. <laughs> but you talking about this is prime time. Yeah. I'm, this is wedding season. Wedding season. Wedding season. And then graduation season. Family reunion is coming up around that time. And I'm supposed to take off a weekend. One. Every month. A yeah. whole weekend. Not just, just one. Not just a half a day, right? You want This the dude whole was DJing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> All month long. Months at a time. Yeah. So that meant if I was a working mom at that time, too, that... Seven days a week, I'm on the go. I'm on the run. I have no break. I have nobody say, okay, can you keep the right. baby so I can take a nap? Can right. you? Nothing. But, but for a part-time mobile DJ, we would also define it as successful, you know what I'm saying, in the same breath. So especially Absolutely. during those times. Of it, year, so. it was. And during those times, we were struggling. The struggle was real. <laughs> the struggle was real. However, it was like either you're going to balance this or you're going to be DJing by yourself because I can't. The ultimatum. It was tough. Mm-hmm. So I packed my bags. And go, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, looking back, it was one of the best decisions that I made mm. to be able to take off a week because I think me and you talked about it via mm-hmm. text just about being burnt out. Right? Yes, yes. Because on top of now, let me let me rewind. How did you start DJing? You you was just before we turned on the mic telling us about because you're an actual engineer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow, not to make this a long story, but um. Ultimately, DJing fulfilled a, a, a deep, deep musical passion mm-hmm. that I had left behind a long time ago. So, you know, a lot of people didn't know me. I was deep into music in high school. So I was an all-state saxophonist. I played multiple instruments. Mm. I was like, I was deep into going into music in college. I, had, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I had multiple music education scholarships, all that stuff like that. So I was actually wow. going into being a band director. That's what I was going to do. That was my thing. Some, Detroit has something to do with this, or you got a friend that's in Detroit. Detroit. Oh, well, Virgil Virgil's the same way. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a band director. Um, you know, for Oak Park, um, in in Detroit, so whatnot. So he's a he's a band director right now. Um, but yeah, from my perspective, um, when it, when it came down to actually deciding to go to college and figure out what my degree was gonna be, my con- my life kind of took a turn around my junior year in high school. So I applied to Alabama School of Math and Science and I actually started going to a math and science high school. So from there, it was like. 
dang, you know, do I continue pursuing this music stuff mm-hmm. or do I kind of get into, you know, more so the engineering? But the conversation we were having was more so about my, my other passion was actually wiring car audio systems. So mm-hmm. I had a 1996 Dodge Caravan, multiple speakers in it. I mean, and they called the a, party bus. You was a dad before you was a dad. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, got me from point A to point B, you hey. know what I'm saying? Hey, so it's, it's a humble start. So um, Did you ever meet this van? Never. See? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was a little, little bit before, little before that time. I may not have it today. No you know AC. Saying, but, uh, <laughs> how, you, how you gonna tell my car is a bucky because I ain't had no it AC? It was a it bucket. It was a nice car. <laughs> it's July. You wanna take me out on a date and it's hot. Oh, with the windows hair. down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Get that natural AC. Yeah, but my she hair. Not, though. She yeah, that hair though. You know? <laughs> that hair though. Man. Yeah. The sorry. Bucket. No, sorry. no, no, sorry, no, no. It's, it's it's all good. So you know, I I ultimately decided on electrical engineering path. Um, you know, went to, went to four year undergrad for that North Carolina A and T, um, and did my engineering thing. Right, mm-hmm. commissioned in the Air Force. I'm an Air Force. So I was an Air Force officer at that point in time. Uh, that's what brought me to Dayton. Um, but I was just strict engineering, strict engineering. And um, I and then what really hit me was one year it was for your mom's 50th birthday, right? And you was like, hey, you know, can you play Happy Birthday for my mom? I'm like, Shh, got it. Bam, back in the music, I'm in it, I'm on the stage, bright lights, let me get it. So I'm down in the basement, right around the corner, you know, I'm practicing, I'm thinking I'm jamming. I'm like, also play Happy Birthday on the sax. Sax, my father, let that detail out. But I brought out my sax, dusted off a little bit. Okay. I'm down there jamming. I'm talking about the mood was set. Look at Cupid. Until my wife walked down there. She's like, can you shut that noise up? What are you doing? Dang, and dream I'm like, pressure, Sid. You know, and, and so my, my, my pride kind of hit me a little bit. I'm <laughs> like, hold up, you know, like I'm an all-state musician. Like I had multiple scholarships. Mm-hmm. Like how did and I start looking at time, you know, because time starts to go by over a while. Mm-hmm. I started realizing I haven't been really intimate with my saxophone in years and years and years. So Not maybe- intimate. <laughs> Hey, not that, intimate. That's, that's the term you got to use. You start talking about. I, wow. I played a lot of instruments too. Wow. So, you know, you know. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I'm getting off on tangents. That's right why now, she but, said, um, "Could you turn that yeah, off?" Because people stay on there being intimate. intimate. So you know, got you know, so that 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 made me realize I feel out of touch with my music. So mm-hmm. I started getting back into music. I wrote music in high school. I did all that. So music to me was nothing but a second nature. So mm-hmm. when it came down to starting actually getting into DJing. I found the simple, the, in my opinion, the, the harder things that people would struggle with, like beat matching, beat juggling, all those things like that, Amazing. tempo matching, it came so simple to me. So then it was more so about filling out the blends and how to, how to actually that's put funny. sets together. That, that's very, dude, now I'm learning this. I did not know this about you. Because he lot. has a similar background. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. I played the sax, mm-hmm. not the saxophone, the trumpet, the baritone, the clarinet. Piano and yeah. drums. Yeah, and once you master that piano, I mean, you 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 have pretty much got and the gateway. And I kind of let everything. everything go for the piano. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I let the piano go. A couple of years later, then I went mm-hmm. to DJing because with a band, you got to depend on everybody else. Mm-hmm. And if the drummer don't show. It's just like mm-hmm. it ain't right. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Just, just, Remember you so, did say you was like, I think Terrence knows music though. Some DJs yeah, I grew up yeah, because you you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. And I mean, that's, that's not a shot at anybody, but you, but you can tell when you go to a set or you hear somebody actually, you know, saying do something, you can tell if they know music or not. Yeah. You can tell by the songs. Because I grew up like, reading you can tell music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's, is the th- reason why I think it was such a natural progression. Because when I met him, he was playing the organ at mm-hmm. the church. Mm-hmm. Should have been keeping his eyes on the organ, but he looking at me <laughs> anyway. You was in my eyesight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. You sat in his line of direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But so when he transitioned to managing music, you know, so like this whole thing has really followed a course. I just didn't think it was going to lead here. I mm-hmm. thought he was going to play on Sunday, 
great. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the end of it. So when it went to managing, I'm like, I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. It was just bad timing. Mm-hmm. So then when he went to DJing, then it was like, it wasn't no big deal. It was like, right. okay. Right. You know, right. because he's been playing music for so long and I'm trying to get him to teach the kids because mm-hmm. he actually knows music. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And they and they say, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot of studies out there that actually talk about you know, involving music in your early childhood education, middle school, yeah. high school, and how that actually complements math and science skills and all that stuff. It's almost like learning a different language. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so um, there's lots of studies. And so, I mean, not to go too far off on a tangent, but back in my home Engineer. high schools mm-hmm. in Tuskegee, um, you know, there was a lot of issues with the current music programs and stuff that we have. And I think it actually ripples into the community and how they actually develop in children. So mm-hmm. it, it's a big deal to get children involved in music early. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. And that speaks to the arts even locally, you know, how mm-hmm. a lot of districts are cutting art programs and yeah. music mm-hmm. and art. And it seems like something arts. so simple, but it has such a dramatic ripple effect in the development yeah. of a child. So it does. Self-esteem as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me rewind. Let me come off the music a little bit. How did y'all meet? <laughs> you, you want your version of the story or you want right, my version of the story? Right. I've been talking. Yeah, so how about you go? My side of his side and the truth. Here so you go. There you <laughs> go. Outside, of course, That's how I feel. Let's meet in the middle on this. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, sweetheart. I mean, we met um, oh. in Dayton at a bowling party. I had just graduated maybe six months before, probably, we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Wright State was having a bowling party. A lot of the Greeks, you know, I'm Greek. Um, so they were having a bowling party, and we're at the bowling party, and. Um, we're in line, I think, for drinks or something, me and my friends. And there's this, you know, guy in line, you know, saying, hey, if you, if you get my drink, you know, I'll buy yours. You know, so one of my friends like, oh, okay, then, you know, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm thinking, I hope he's not trying to talk to nobody that, you know, he can just buy the drink and go on about his business. Will said this? Yes, this is okay. Will. Okay. This is, this this is the guy. It was, yeah. a, it was an honest gesture to just try to get a drink. That's yeah. all it was. That's all mm-hmm. it was. So, <laughs> you know, we get the drinks. He goes on about his business. You know, we get the drinks. Um, the party's still going on. Uh, I probably, I, I think I walked to the bathroom. I saw him again. Um, you know, we just looked at each other. Um, then my friend, she was outside having male problems at the end of the night. So I'm sitting out there talking to her. And then uh, Will comes up, you know, like, I'm sorry to interrupt. You know, I know y'all probably having an important conversation, but I just want to know if I can have your phone number. And usually at that point in my life, I always gave out the wrong number. I always did. But for some reason, at that particular point, I couldn't think of a fake number. And it was weird. <laughs> Even my friend to this day is like, I can believe she gave me the right number. What year are we in? Um, this is 09. This is mm-hmm. April of 2009. April 09. So okay. I'm 23. He was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I was swagged out, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so she, she missed a very important detail. I don't, I'm going to let her finish it. But <laughs> so it was like, three. It, it wasn't me walking. It was like three or four of her female friends. There was all gathered up. So mm-hmm. imagine how much courage you need to <laughs> walk up to a group of okay. four black females who are, you know, in deep discussion about relationship issues or boyfriend, whatever was going on, and just to interrupt everything, like, hold up, excuse me, I don't mean to cut y'all off, but uh, no, I'm not saying I said all that, but you know, to interject with it. So you know, that was <laughs> she said you did. So you know, that that was after you know a couple of uh, encouragement drinks in the club and everything. Okay. So was going on. I, I was feeling real good about yeah, yeah. myself. I was, I was. I'm not gonna lie. My fault. I, just, I had to I had to put it in there. Little liquid courage. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all it was. All right. all it was. You got the juice now. It worked out though. Right. <laughs> it was kind of like fake though because you really wouldn't even have been there. He's not from Dayton. Right. You know, he, he's at a random party. That was the only party he ever went. This to. was like a Wednesday night. Yeah, it was a re- yeah, like my cousin um was at Wright State at that point in time. I yeah, want to say. I think so, yeah. 
he just invited me out and he was like, hey, you know, uh, come out to the party. And at first I was like, man, I'm not going out, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, man, oh, man, come on. He actually showed up at my house, like, come on out. And it just was fate from there. So I saw her three or four times before she even saw me that night. So I had plotted out the whole, that was methodical with everything. Right. So that's, that's all it was. So, you know. Y'all do yeah. have more things in common. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he's shaking his head. That's why I'm shaking my head. Uh-huh. Like, it, 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 it all worked out. And, and my thing is when I saw her that last time, I was like, man, because I was leaving. I was done for the night. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, man, I, I missed her those other couple of times. Saw her at the bar. Didn't make the move then. So when I'm leaving out the bowling alley, it's it like a bowling alley party. I'm like, man, this must be fake. I was like, I got to say something to her. I can't just leave without saying something to her. I and said, yo, excuse me, me miss. Me <laughs> <laughs> had on this big old diamond cross chain. Oh, like my he, God. Yes, and going to tell me he was so an engineer. I said, you are he. local. Yeah. Oh, really? my <laughs> God. Yeah. That freaking chain drove me nuts. Yes. Yeah, it, t- it took he a still while. Wears, he still wears a chain to this day, but you took the cross off. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. Oh, my Coming God. Out. That's I, funny. I see why we click. Right. I see that's why we click. Oh, my God. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's what funny. it is. Yeah, so. It's crazy. So that, that, that that's, I mean. Did you ever have a next telephone? <laughs> back church, in the day, church. I had one church. Okay. church. Had back in the day, back in the day, yeah, a lot of commonality. A little, a little short stick. <laughs> you wasn't born step. unless you had a next tail. <laughs> Was not at all. Not at all. Seven hundred dollar bill too. <laughs> Chirp me after seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, both y'all, you 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 was on your way out. Mm-hmm. Where's the story come from there? Like. You got her phone number. At what point? Yeah, that's 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 what it was. So so like I said, yeah. as, I, took off as I was the leaving that was door, she was with her friends, and I interrupted that entire conversation just to say, "Hey, I need your number or whatnot." I don't remember the exact words, but it was some you know some type of swag I had put to right. it. You the funnier know? thing too is I had a, like almost kind of like an ex boyfriend at the time, like my boyfriend. Oh yeah, I didn't tell that part. Boyfriend was at the party as well. He was Greek as well, so it was kind of like we had just broke up. Technically, no, but here's so. here's the crazier part. <laughs> and I know this podcast is not about our relationship, but here, no, here's no, go, here's go the crazier part. Two months prior to that, maybe three months, mm-hmm. we were at the same party, and I was with my homeboy Antoine. He lives in um in D.C. now, and we were at the same party. Now, how how does fate work, right? Had I approached her at that point in time at that particular party, mm-hmm. she would have said, okay, thanks for your approach me, blah, 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 but I got a boyfriend. You know right. what I'm saying? And had I seen her at the bowling party, I never would have talked to her again because, like, okay, she got a boyfriend. I already, I already tried to talk to her. Right. Mm-hmm. But fate had it that I not, I didn't approach her that night. And and luckily, I didn't approach nobody else that she knew or nothing like that. So it wasn't like, yes. oh, this Your dude is just a, this you dude is just this and that. Exactly. <laughs> so um, so that's crazy how that works out because we were at the same party. And there's pictures to this day that we was at the same party. Didn't talk to her at right. all. Didn't even know you. And then two months later, bam, at the same party again. And then that was the right time. So everything works out. Everything works out. So uh, you guys been married since what year? 2011. So we're going in year eight. Okay. At what point did you start? You just started DJing, what, two, three years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the summer of, uh, was it 18? I guess it was 16. 16. Yeah. It was summer of 16. I mean, I, I had, I've had equipment. For about probably three or four years prior to that, I've done stuff in the house, mm-hmm. done bedroom DJ. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a joke. little stuff here, there. It's actually Twan <laughs> sent me a picture uh, of me back back when we first moved to the house. He was over there or whatnot, and I was like, man, I remember that. But um, yeah, I, I, what did you say? You thought it was a joke? I did. Okay. Oh, because oh, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get into this about the whole hobby comment, right? Woo, oh we're gonna Lord. get to this in a minute. An offensive but, statement. Oh, and, everybody and for y'all that didn't know, I had I had <laughs> quotation marks around the hobby. But yeah, so officially, for the record, yeah, I, I say about um, the summer of sixteen is when I really, really started actually trying to trying to get into it for real. For real. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 
I know when I first got into it, you kind of looked at me like, are you switching up on something else? Because I went from managing to promotions to DJing, and I think a lot of people was kind of looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. what are you, are you going to stick with something? I'm like, I got to find my groove. Mm-hmm. So when I first got into it, I think initially you looked at it like, dude, might not be the right time. And I'm like. But I, again, you keep leaving out this detail. <laughs> Very so important detail. We were broke. <laughs> Hello? And so we got tax money. And you're like, I'm, babe, you got to believe in me. Um, I'm going to buy a MacBook. I need it. And how much no, is that? Because ain't nothing I like, need all this tax listen, money. I had an mm. Acer computer. Mm. And I went to a gig, and that mug froze up in the middle of the gig. And mm-hmm. everybody looking at me like, uh, next song? I'm like, uh, yes, it's loading. <laughs> gotcha, so two, gotcha. two gig RAM up in here. Mm-hmm. So I need something stable. So, but it was an investment. And I told you, I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with this. But it was hard because we needed every dime. We've never got good tax returns, mm-hmm. number one, never. ever. So these people that get ten thousand and twelve thousand and five thousand, I'm still trying to figure it out. To never this day. <laughs> have gotcha. we got a good tax return. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe eighteen hundred, twenty five hundred, maybe at the most we've mm-hmm. ever gotten back. So that year we might have gotten back like two thousand dollars. You talking about taking fifty, sixty percent of it? <laughs> you know, to get a computer, and right. we are flat broke. Yeah, right. we, gotcha. we still have like five hundred dollars left. You know what? <laughs> Not after we go to the grocery store with these babies. Mm. <laughs> so it was like, okay, Maya. You know, he was so passionate about it. But when he promote when he did promotion, you know, that was a risk. Because he was still swerving down. He didn't gamble. He didn't spend my grocery money, but he did. <laughs> then, you know, bill money. I'm going to put it back. I'm going to put it back. You know, I got mm. this gig. I got so all of that leads up to the reason why I felt like, dude, no. I just can't, you know, because like at that point, you need every single dime that you had, you know, so it was a struggle, but you did it, you flipped it and it worked out, but yeah, flip you, (laughs) (laughs) you know what, PG-13, sir. Ain't no kids listening to this. Yeah, okay. Oh, skeet, skeet. See, I can't Uh, I can't. To the window, <laughs> to the wall. Hey. <laughs> to the sweat drip off my uh, DJ equipment. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, we, so I think we was working on balance. So, I think in 2014 is when you asked me, and I was like, oh my Jesus. So, Sid, when he first told you he was about to start DJing, at first you looked at it like, what are you doing? You first of all, did y'all have kids? Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, Parker was. Because Parker was is, what, five? Yeah, so was she, she almost was three? three? Almost three? If my math is right. Yeah. Maybe almost three. Ma- yeah, she three. was almost three at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost three. See, I thought it was a joke. Like I said, he had equipment before that, a couple years before that, that mm-hmm. he really didn't do much with. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like, you know, yeah, like a little hobby. You know, he did his, his family reunion, you know, his first gig. He brought his stuff out there. I'm like, okay, he just likes music. You know, this is just mm-hmm. going to be a little hobby mm-hmm. or something. And it just took yeah. off. It took off to something that. I wasn't ready for, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, yeah, she was two, almost three. And so um, I got pregnant that November. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's so a key part started. of this whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I got pregnant that November mm-hmm. um, of 2016, I think it was. So, I mean, he's DJing, you know. I was also pregnant with Palin. With Palin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With our second kid. So, yeah. 
because she was born in when I first started. Yeah, so he first started, you know, and I just thought, okay, it's just something. But all of a sudden, I think you end up getting a residency or something. You was in travel. I was, I was working a lot at John Anthony's at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, like every Friday. Like every, first it was like there. maybe one Friday a month, but after maybe two Fridays, it went every Friday. That's how I go, girl. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so you pr- just really started right when we met almost. Because I remember you saying something like, yeah, I do a little something. Yeah, it was so. It was. It, I remember. I remember like it's yesterday. It was. It was an election social that I did because I was trying to just mm-hmm. do something random, get everybody out, and actually it was a nice little turnout. It was, a, it was like an election party. So it was right when was this was was this Trump the twenty six yeah twenty sixteen yeah. Trump election yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had everybody back in the little a little private room at John Anthony's or whatnot. And then from there it was like man yeah I had a good vibe tonight. And then from there it just started kind of going 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 going. But like I said, she 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 was pregnant. So. She ended up missing a lot of like the initial things that I was doing, and then that summer coming up after that, that's when I started doing some of my first weddings and kind of going from there. The weddings brought out the other things, and it's been kind of just word of mouth and just a blessing, you know, going from there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very, very short turnaround. This is like literally yeah, two years it's ago. Crazy. <laughs> so, did the tides turn for you at a point where you was like, okay? He's making some money, or was it kind of like, like, how did you feel? See, and that's 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 what we're still at, even today. <laughs> I think, even today, because, um, yeah, you know, he was making money, but like I said, I was pregnant, so you know, I would try to, you know, go to some gigs here or there, mm-hmm. you know. But then you have the baby, so then we have this new baby, and you still have your gigs, mm-hmm. and not only that, you know, he travels with his. I can't say real job because <laughs> he travels his with day his day job. His, That's yes, what I say. Yes. Day job. He, he travels go. with his day job. <laughs> you know what I mean? So not only is he he traveling sometimes Monday through Friday with his day job mm-hmm. or Monday through Thursday, then you're coming home on the weekend and Friday through Sunday. That's now right. you are DJing. Yes. So it's like. Just pass them by. Yeah. We yeah. have two kids now. Mm-hmm. You're traveling with your day job. Yeah. Don't see you all week. I'm handling things, holding things down. Then on the weekend. I'm still handling things and holding things down. Yeah. So where is the break you, and balance? Yes. Yes. Exactly. So you still you still feeling this way now? I mean, yes, from time to time. Like, I mean, time to time, like it okay, so in my head, mm-hmm. like I said, when he travels with his day job Monday through Thursday, like, you know, last week, two weeks ago, he may travel and he comes back on the weekend. In my head, I would think, Oh, when he comes home, he's gonna think, Oh, how can I help you, babe? How can right. I be assistance around the house? Yes. How can I can I get a kid's bath? Can I do yes. but his head don't work like that? He get home, tired. You know, I'm tired from work. You know, like I'm gonna lay down, you know, I'm still doing everything I was doing when you weren't here. That's yes, just man. the so most like, underestimated part because you you're know you're carrying equipment, that man, stuff is draining like, especially it's just, on the day. Oh my day. God, man. Yeah, you know, and and, and, and but even the traveling part, like, you know. Traveling is not easy. Now, I'm not talking about I'm going to Columbus for a day. Like I'm traveling to California. I'm traveling to Texas. I'm going to D.C. back and forth. I'm I'm, I'm back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I mean I can get hit with delays. I'm stuck in the airport for nine hours. So I come home and and all this is pretty much transparent to her because you know of the nature of my job. I don't get a chance to vent. So I can't come home like babe. You know this is what happened today. Dang. You know this happened. Blah blah. It's right, because you Secret Service, right? <laughs> You're classified. <laughs> yeah. Everything you do is G14 classified. Uh, but, you know, so, uh, and, and we talk about this from time to time. It's, it's sort of a missing element of our, um, I don't want to say of our marriage, because it makes it sound too grand. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you can't, like, I go through a lot, in my opinion. And the fact that I can't come home and sort of vent those things and get it out in my opinion, it makes me internalize stuff and have to have to deal with it, you know, whether it's in other ways mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. So, 
you know, I get it, her, she's been at home with the kids all week, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when I come home from a week of travel, it's like, man, I feel like I didn't solve world hunger. I feel like I didn't deal a lot. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off a plane. I'm, I'm going off time zones, three-hour differences. And so, you know, we, we do have these deep conversations about, okay, yeah, I could get off the plane and do X, Y, Z with the kids. But it's like, can you just take care of that one last little hour, just and put I in do. the bed, and, and then and then me and you can have our time? Mm-hmm. And, 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 she, and she does. She, she is a superwoman from, from that aspect. But then the problem is, that's just that night. And then, like I said, now the next night I'm, I'm out DJing. And the times she's talking about, is the prep time. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's for a wedding or something yes. like that, where I'm sitting there and I'm I'm not I'm now on my computer, I'm downloading new music, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, doing that. And that's the time that she's like, Okay, I just gave you last night, you know, so now why are you still mm-hmm. sitting on your computer and doing this and that and third? So. <laughs> you're home but you're not present. Right. Oh exactly. man, I've heard that so many Hello. times. Exactly. Heard that so many times. Yeah. yeah. Mirror family. <laughs> I'm, telling I'm telling you, get that side eye, yeah. like do one now. But I you know what? I've gotten to a point where I'm not practicing. Like, mm-hmm. my gigs is my practice. Gotcha. But I've downloaded, like, I have kind of like a Saturdays is kind of like when I download. Okay. Saturday morning is when I download, and I'm just downloading, downloading, or remixing, remixing, mm-hmm. and then, you know, then I just let it be until I can All get right. to that next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now, do you get to, for me, I, I was about to say, do you get to hang out a lot with people <laughs> together and individually? Like, I know for me, one of the struggles now where I'm still trying to balance it is being able to be with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, like, I had a situation about 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 a little less than a year ago. My aunt was having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I showed up and everybody was like, whoa, mm-hmm. you're here? And I was like, yeah. We don't never see you. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm not on my day job, I'm DJing. If I'm mm-hmm. not DJing, I'm with my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just hanging out with friends is a it's, yeah. it's a lost art anymore. And even sooner than that, like just a couple of weeks ago, your family had something and you wanted to go and you couldn't I go. Couldn't go. And you were like, can y'all reschedule? They're like, no, we can't I, reschedule. I'm like, can we do it on a Sunday instead yeah. of a Saturday? But I'm like. And I'm like, that's not convenient for people. People got to go to work the next day. They're in the church, you know. So I'm going to let Sid go off on this topic because <laughs> th- this is actually a recurring conversation that, that we have. But I want to set the foundation before I allow her to kind of go off on a tangent. Well, you got real smooth. <laughs> because this, this, this is it's, it's a is serious it? conversation. So I'm from Tuskegee, Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. She's from no Sus- accent. She, <laughs> no, yeah. a-, a lot of people say that. Yeah, it is. It is pretty much I gone. I don't have an accent. It's gone. No, you don't have a southern accent. It's gone. It's, 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 it's it depends on gone. what he says that you can pick it up. <laughs> it, 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 it depends on where I'm at, but for the most part, it's, it it is pretty much pretty much gone. But so. So my family's in Alabama, right? I went to school in Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the, a lot of my best friends in my life I met from there, mm-hmm. um, or whatnot. So when we start talking about hanging out with friends or hanging out with family, I always have to, you know, you know, talk to Sid about the fact that most of my quote unquote closest friends, or especially my family, mm-hmm. are not just a, hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my homeboy at the work type of ordeal, right? It's more so of a Hey, this is a weekend or I'm going down to Atlanta. You know, I'm going to here. I'm going there. I'm going back to Carolina. You know, so there's a much bigger deals as opposed to her being a Wright State graduate and being from Cincinnati. (laughs) Shout out to the Rowdy Raiders out there. You know, yeah, I listen to whatnot. Um, (laughs) But she can she can at at a at a a step of a finger go to a Beyonce concert in Columbus or go to a happy hour in Cincinnati or go do this, go do that. And I'm like. Well, you know, and so when we get to these conversations, it's like, well, babe, you know, 
if I want to hang out with my friends, it takes proper planning and preparation. You know, I got to actually make make stuff happen as opposed to you can just pick up your phone. Hey, Tanisha. Oh, hey, Whitney. Hey, this. Hey, that. Let's God. go here. Mirror, Let's do this. Family. Let's do that. But you know what I think it is? Women are easier to get together because a lot of your friends are women. No, what, what, what? Yeah, but I, I, so I, so I don't, I don't. Well, we got, we got opposite sex friends. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, really? I'm, yeah, we do. I'm gonna somewhat, somewhat slightly disagree with that. I, th- I think in in our particular case, it's just distance. Like you know, my, my one of my, well, my best friend Karif was living in Indianapolis for a little while. His wife was doing residency there. That's still two hours away. Mm-hmm. I had a kid at that point in time. I started DJing. Stuff, you know, life changed, right? Mm-hmm. So it was hard for us to get up on the weekends or whatnot or whenever we could do. But with her friends being right in the city, or at least within a forty-mile radius, mm-hmm. y'all can do more. So that, that you, I just want to set but, the foundation, but, so but she can she can jump in now. Though, you still kick it a lot. We even if you with their husbands or their friends or your frat brothers, yeah, absolutely. we still do a lot. Absolutely. of kicking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know so I mean? I, regardless, you still hang out a lot. So I was <laughs> saying he hang out a lot, or y'all I'm hang out. We hang out a lot together. Okay, so he we hangs do. Out with his frat brothers, we do a lot. They go out of town with their with the conclaves we and do. things like we that. Do. So I mean, he's still, even though his best friends are not in the st- in you know in Ohio. We do. You do have great so friends that are in Ohio. I'm frat brothers. very active in my fraternity. Yes. We do a lot of community service. We have meetings. I do hang out with with all of my. I mean. And, when I say friends, these are these are very very close and dear friends to me here here within the local area. Mm-hmm. Not taking nothing away from that, mm-hmm. I'm just saying and that we hang out a lot too. We with do everybody. So <laughs> one thing that we actually established um, was that we were going to try to take you know it's going to get back to the balance topic. Mm-hmm. We were going to take you know a trip. You know, just two of us. You know, at least once your a year. Favorite rocket ship. <laughs> so you know that that's 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 that's, we, that's one thing that we found actually uh, very very helpful for us. Um, ever since our honeymoon, we know we tried to go and travel overseas or do our things that we're doing. Thing is fun. Yeah, yeah. We like, we want to keep fun in our life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get boring. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So was anything that I said untrue? I me? Mean, do you want to comment on any of that? I'm what just saying that. Well, just just from. Uh, so balance can be taken a lot of different ways, right? So I always couch balance from the perspective of my friends aren't here, mm. you know. So I see my friends a couple times a year at max, whereas you can make a phone call and see your friends yeah. multiple times. So I just want you know. No, I, I no, that's true. I mean, but like I said, those are your two or three closest closest friends. But other than that, I mean, you are out, you hang out. Like I said, with your frat brothers, those are also your friends, <laughs> and y'all kick it a lot. I, you know, no. I think the struggle for me is it's hard to get guys together. Maya? Really? Oh, my God. It's funny because you you got your lift turned up as if I'm about to. Because what you about to say? No, I'm, and it's not that I'm knocking it. You're able to hang out with your friends. Like, your girls, snap of a finger, y'all mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And for me, even though I have people within the close radius, mm-hmm. it's hard to get guys to come mm-hmm. out. It's hard, especially when they got families. Like I don't know if the the, the wife doesn't want them to come out, but mm-hmm. it's hard to get the guys to come out. It's but the women, your friends, snap up. Oh, we going to Popeyes tonight? Not Popeyes, really? but Papa Do's tonight. <laughs> or are we going to um, yeah. like really? We going to we going to a, a bistro tonight, or are we going to go see a, a concert tonight? And I'm like, because you just came from um, Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. To see uh, Martin, yeah, the lit, and, <laughs> lit tour, and for we me, had a ball. For me to get guys, oh man. Okay, that brings up a whole other thing. So do you, do you, do you think some of that is rooted in just the pressure of being whether it's the man in the household or whatnot? So I do. 
looking out for whether it's finances or making sure that emotionally you're not seen as that guy who's still just quote unquote hanging out all the mm-hmm. time. And like I said, we like I said, we go back and forth a lot, but I think that the center of our marriage is about fun, right? So if I am hanging out with my frat bros, if I am doing this and that and third, mm-hmm. we may talk about it, but it ain't it never gets to the point where it's like, Well, you doing too much, right? Mm-hmm. So but I think in certain instances it's always in the back of your mind of, dang, well if I'm going out hanging out with my homeboys, that's taking money off my table where I could be feeding my kids. Or, oh, if I'm hanging out with my homeboys, that's a couple of hours I could have been doing relieving my wife. But so see, do you think that could, creeps in? That's where the balance, that's where the balance is a struggle. Mm-hmm. But see, for me, I care less about the money than I do about the time. The difference is our kids are three years apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had a newborn and a three-year-old. So I would say within the last two years is easier, you know, because they're they're potty trained. Mm -hmm. They can go feed themselves. They can go watch TV. They can hang out with each other. So even though he's not here, they can entertain themselves. I think the resentment for me came with him doing things and going out and be gone all the time is when I had little bitty kids and I'm sleep deprived. Right. You know, and I'm constantly trying to pick up toys and I got to change diapers and I got to get baths and I got and you feel like you in it by yourself. But when the kids are older, you say, "Okay, go take Mm -hmm. a bath. Okay, I made dinner. Y'all put that Mm -hmm. in the dishwasher. I don't mind as much now. Right. Because one thing that I've never had an issue with is him hanging out. I'm like, bye. Right. Go. See you. Go ahead. And he does the same thing for me. I mean, he's never really told me like, oh, I think you hanging out too much or whatever. So, only time I have a, a objection, you know, really is like if I feel like you're about to miss an important event in the kid's life, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you want to do something else, like it's about to be. You haven't missed a birth. You missed Jay's birthday party, birthday one year. You were in um, Tampa, yeah. But um, you haven't really missed a whole lot of their things or activities. But if it's like a family thing that's coming up, and it's like, okay, I can't go. You know, you don't have too many of those passes. You know, like you're going to have to figure something out. He's DJed on my birthday. He's DJed on our anniversary. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there was a conversation beforehand. They was paying a lot of money. I don't care. (laughs) One gig, I was like, you're not taking. I don't care. (laughs) But, you know, if if we don't have anything planned, I don't care. You know what I mean? Because the kids are older. So the difference is in a couple years, it it will be easier. Mm -hmm. You know, when you can say, okay, babe, I'm gone. And you like, okay, bye, because right. we chilling. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. when you have younger kids, exactly. I do think it causes more contention right. in the marriage because you do feel like all of the burden right. is on you. Right. Yeah, one pooping, trying to climb up the stairs. Exactly. And out. so you constantly on the go. You're trying to cook. You're trying to clean. You're trying to this. You're trying to multitask, and, so and you just wore out. I, I, I'll be honest. Before Sid even jumps in it, um, you know, I, I am not the best when it comes down to balancing um, what I would define as the roles and responsibilities throughout the household. So when it comes down to, hey, okay, while you doing the bath, you do this. You know, you do dinner. You do this. You know, uh, it, the, the balance of tasks in the household. I leave as soon as it's time to start cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not the he best. So I'm not for sure if that's common or whatnot. But I, I, when I look at our relationship and our, our marriage, um, I do give a lot of credit to Sid because she does. She, she is the backbone 
of my household. Like when I'm traveling, I'm doing all these things. Even when I'm back, when I'm mm-hmm. tired, mm-hmm. she's taking care of everything. Even today, right? You know, we're getting ready to come over here, right? She's like, okay, the kids got to have bath, this and that, blah, blah, blah. She's making lunch. Mm-hmm. She makes my lunch. And I, I talk about that at work. And it's just like, and like, and like, whoa, do your it, wife girl. makes your lunch? And I'm like, don't take no yeah, notes. Yeah, your wife don't make don't your lunch. No you know what I'm taking notes for you. Yeah, don't take no notes for me. Yeah, and then I had the nerve to talk stuff about how my sandwich was layered. Because I like I like my cheese on top. That's a whole separate topic. Don't get me started on that. But, um, that's the day you said you got cut. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know the, I, I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think our relationship is structured to where we can have these conversations and it's it's not really uh, you know like like I literally came home and I, we joke about it to this day it's like babe you know hey next time you know make sure my cheese on top of this. yeah and I'm like no so then I'm Negro out, please. Like, before before Negro, she can even think before please. she can even think from the perspective of you know Negro I made your sandwich it's Hello? like it's like well dang you know did I did I mess up like, what you, Hello? Like, I'm like what do you mean <laughs> now will dang, bro. now will I, I do some but I would have been over there with it like I got your back girl go on I, I wanted to be clear about that because like I said I, I acknowledged it and and think, the crazy thing is I I talked to some of my closest friends to this day um because a lot a lot of my closest friends are are married. You know, some of them have young children to this mm-hmm. day. And I look at what they're doing in the household at times. I look at what I'm doing. And I actually question myself at times, oh, can I be doing more? And I try. Mm-hmm. I honestly try. And I'll put in like a week or so of work. I'm like, man, I'm good doing I'm doing good. Bam. Parker bath. Bam. I'm doing dinner. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then it's like, man, a week and a half go by. And I'm like, man, I got to get back on the road. I got to do this. What's my favorite word that. to you? Especially when the kids were younger. <laughs> You'd be like, I did that. I helped them. I gave them a bath. I did consistency no, exactly thank you she broke it down like, like it was an eight syllable like, word but she said consistency it's like it's supposed to last forever like you did me a favor yeah. like okay well i did it yes you can't say you never did okay but i need we you to do it today hello ago. i said cons- what do you do consistent i'm man enough to acknowledge that there I, you go that well, i'm you trying to do fit. better and because because thank i you for that. still you still digging out that trouble of the oh, uh, of the sandwich you like hold up bro no you trying to get me in trouble you you digging out that sandwich uh, controversy. <laughs> That's but, right. Though. You, you know, have to acknowledge it. You know, it's not an excuse. Mm. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, because I work most weeks, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, time to clean. Mm. Oh, Lord. Man. <laughs> now, I will. It, another mirror image. That's Maya. Mm-hmm. She's going to do the cooking and the cleaning. And the working. What I'm just saying, like, <laughs> say what I mean, No, you, you said cooking and cleaning and working. You what know you what? <laughs> Don't start with me, Terrence. No, I'm serious. I'm saying I work full time. I oh. cook and I clean. Like, even when I stayed at home, nothing's changed besides me adding on 40 or 50 hours of work. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like it's unfair. Right. Because it's like, I'm bringing money into the Yeah, too. like, hello. And then I have to come home because he gets on me like, you coming in the door fussing about the house. Because when I leave the house, the barking. house is clean. She's barking. Barking, whatever. DMX. But when I come home, it's like it's disrespectful. Sometimes them ghosts just come in the house I mean, and just the start house to mess be up the upside house. down. It ain't just us. Yep. It ain't and just so us, I mean, I come in sometimes fully dressed, shoes on, coat on, cleaning. Yep. And Under I can't sweat. And I can't cook in no messy yep. kitchen. Yep. So I'm fussing, fussing, fussing. I'm like, I'm not the only woman in the world who thinks like this. Yep. 
Hey, Sid, could you stop agreeing? No, no, I, I, I do cook. Do I do cook, though. I, no, you I do cook, cook but though. do you clean after you cook? No. Well, see, it's hold up. That's that's, that's a two-step process. Ain't nobody saying I'm not cleaning. I said that I cook. You know, it's a balance. You cook very well, but sometimes it's not worth it with the mess, but I'm left with. Can you say that again? Oh, you do, because we didn't have that good old barbecue. So we know you cook very well. He does, but it's like the mess that's afterwards, sometimes like, let me just do it because I kind of clean as I cook. I clean as I you cook know, too. Because it's just. But you see, you see here, here. I don't know if you experience this, tea, but uh, so check this out though. Seasonings out. Like. She's the type of person though, you know. So for instance, we got a one year old. She's a terrorist right now. She does what she does. You know what I'm saying? With her cute <laughs> self. <laughs> she's so pretty. I love my little girl. But she's 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 becoming a little a little a little monster right now. But uh, so something as simple as you know, we have a little high chair. We mm-hmm. put her food on our high chair. She, of course, makes a mess. It is what it is, right? No. So sometimes I clean up the mess. Sometimes I don't. Because now, it's because, 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 now it's crusty. Now it's crusty. But he never but, does. He lets it get hard so, yes. on there. And I got to oh, scrape it off. I, I, thought, I thought this was my segment. Okay, go ahead. You got segment. it. I'm so, not going to let you tell the people's so, I get hard. story. <laughs> Terrence Dorsey. I do. Terrence. No, let me tell so, the story. Into the living room, moves the high chair in the middle of the living room. So, 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 I, so I did an experiment I just for y'all listening. I did an experiment. Mm-hmm. I started snapping pictures of every time that my wife left stuff in the high chair. I'm or, the one cleaning. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I can, I, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm in a rush. Can I, can I finish for a second? Took a picture. Or, or the times <laughs> that my wife left her plate there be on I'm the table. I'm the one cleaning and the, it. And and that is always the response. She say. You can't complain because you ain't the one consistently compl- uh, cleaning it, whatnot. So, never, ever. So, <laughs> she comes at me because I left the baby's high chair maybe a mess I one clean time. That and what I do. One time, see. One time, maybe one time. <laughs> one but time. when she does it, it ain't a big deal because I'm the one cleaning. Not at all. So, she can leave it there hey. for a day or whatever. For a day, William. I'm, I'm I just, probably left it because I was running. I was doing things. Oh, oh, oldest. oh, I'm doing oh but, but we you can't be doing, doing things, no, you know, you know maybe up. running out to a gig <laughs> or doing this and doing that, you know. I plead the fifth this whole conversation. Because, listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm DJ Dorsey, and I'm stepping out. Because let me tell y'all something. Some of our biggest fights. Never been about money. Has not been about money. I mean, we had money fights. We've had those money fights. But it is, we almost about to be blow to blow for cleaning up. Cleaning is up it, almost had us divorced. Yeah, just today he opens the mail. Like I'm cleaning up. You know, we got the babysitter coming over. Oh, I'm man. cleaning up. He opens the mail and just leaves it. He saw me just clean that area, mm-hmm. and he decides to open the mail and leave all the paper there. I said, "Will it was a target of opportunity?" Just saw me clean, <laughs> babe. I ain't left the kitchen yet. I'm a- so that's you what gonna they, leave it there yeah, regardless, I, and we know you're gonna leave it there. Yeah, but no, no, no. But I haven't got is, to it yet. I'm gonna get to it. Hold don't on, judge babe. me. Don't don't judge me <laughs> until I've left that area of vicinity. So therefore, if I haven't left that area yet, like I be, I will be sitting at the breakfast table with my plate still in front of me. And then you go upstairs to go to sleep. No, no, no. I haven't left the kitchen yet. She's like, "Why is your plate DJ still on the table? You're done yet." I'm there. like, "Hold up, I have not left the vicinity." I yet. was about leave, to lick it. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Anyway. That's us. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is. Us. Yeah, like for us, our, the some of difference our is y'all can laugh about it because we was like, you know what? I can't. Three days you. later, yeah, oh, I, I, I still not talking I to you. But she, she be, she, it be, it be interesting. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, be hot. I, I just so so Sid is cleaning that serious to you? I mean, it really is. It you is. Know, I don't like to walk in I'm and asking see a mess. Sid. Okay, sorry. Look, I don't like to walk in I'm and just, see a mess. I'm asking like for the women. It all up. Yes, I've cleaned it all up. If I go. On some runs, and I come back. He just let them 
So I mean, but but they're II. kids. I look at it like, and exactly. I'm not making it as an excuse exactly. because they're kids. They can do hello, yeah, or do. make them clean up. Yeah, but I'm just not so hard struck on it because I'm like they gonna mess up. Please, and they're gonna clean up again. Y'all just like they quiet, so let them do whatever they're gonna do while they're quiet. My thing is, I think yeah. I think as a father, your your number one, you know, responsibility Protect. It's just to make sure yeah, we protect it. We make sure they ain't killing oh each other. Lord. So as long as they ain't killing each other, I think everything is cool. So Parker wanna run around, she if she oh this 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 what really takes her off. Parker go, we got like this bin of toys. And she'll get out like 50 oh toys. Oh my God. She ain't playing, but like maybe one of them. But I'm gonna let her get out all 50 toys. <laughs> mm-hmm. See it come back in the house. There's toys everywhere. She's like, what? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you so Wait, she was having a good angry time. right now? She was. <laughs> yeah. She was. They're only kids for so long. You got Please. Any I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. I'm sorry. I really Y'all feel mamas that way. didn't let y'all mess up without saying nothing. I'm sorry. Right. So well, now y'all right. turn into fathers and act like, oh, it's okay. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Where would y'all be right now if it weren't for y'all mamas? Sorry. If it wasn't for the Lord, where would I be? You know what? (laughs) Hallelujah. Him too. Mm -hmm. Hit them keys. (laughs) Don't start. But no, I mean. That is one of our biggest. Lately, he don't say anything to the kids. Mm -hmm. So when I was gone. I'm sure they had a good old jolly good time in the house. It was probably stuff everywhere. But when you came home, what did it look like though? For the most part, I'll well, give y'all good. about a B plus. That's good. That's pretty good. That upstairs was shot up. Their rooms and stuff. But down here was she pretty straight. Something. It's the truth. I, I'm going to give you an A plus if you earned an A plus. About a B plus. I was kind of surprised. Which one is it? An A or a B plus? I said a B plus. You keep getting degraded. Next is going to be a C minus in the second. It's going to be a D. I'll just take that B plus. <laughs> just saying. It matters. You think it doesn't, but it matters. Why? Ooh. Because it's my home. You know mm. what I mean? And like I said, I invest money on hey. nice things. I'm not no knock against the Goodwill. But I don't go to the Goodwill or just go some random place and just get any old thing and put it up in here. You know what I'm saying? We Don't get me wrong. We haven't always had the nicest but things that I wanted, but now done. I can afford let it, me, so me, I want nice things. And it's quality. A, don't tear my stuff up. Let me make a controversial objection, though. You heard how she answered that question, though? You said why. She said, because it's my home. Mm-hmm. And I actually agree with it. It is your home. So in my case, when I talk to Sid, it's like, at the end of the day, you want to complain to me about toys being on the floor or a plate not being in the sink. It's your home, baby. You know, I put a roof over your head, you know, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Not to, not to get into all these things, but I'm just saying that if you want to say it's my home, then you should take all of that into account. No, okay. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> guess lost. what? I don't live in my home right, by myself right, or it'll be I'm like lost. I want it. Uh, sorry. Uh, Nice try, Will. Nice try. I'm just saying. I'm just. I ain't got no first aid kits, brother. Um, Can't heal no more cuts. Um. So do so with you being a DJ, also being an engineer Mm -hmm. for the Secret Service, G14 classified. In trouble. Uh oh. Okay. Um. Well, for Kmart. (laughs) <laughs> um, we know you can't talk about your job at Kmart. Um, no, Sears, because Sears still exists. You know Sears what? For not for long. <laughs> Anywho, do you find time to be able to? Uh, so you are. Let me back up. You guys are still finding that, trying to find that balance between working, being with your friends and family, having time with each other. Like, are y'all? You, See. See, I don't think the friends and the, the having fun thing, we have that pretty much we have that pretty much down to a T. Like we have fun. We know how to, 
you know, when he goes out of town for four days and he comes back, you know, we planning, oh, let's go out, let's do blah, blah, blah. The balance, I think, comes in with the kids, just just mm-hmm. his daily roles in dealing with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, as far as us having having fun and things like that, yeah, we, we kind of balance that pretty pretty well. I mean, we plan vacations. We plan, like, we're going to Atlanta on Wednesday, um, you know, to go to Tuskegee Homecoming. Like, we kind of have that part down to a T when mm-hmm. he sets it aside. But it's just kind of his daily consistency with his children and that household makes a difference. things. So you, so you you adjusted to it, or are you still kind of like? I mean, no, I mean, I mean, it's an adjustment, but we he has to make some adjustments. You know what I mean? He still has to kind of make some adjustments. I've been adjusting the whole time, you know, technically. You As, know I I mean? do. As I do. <laughs> I did that but I want to yeah. point out, too, so just for listeners, like, do you stay home? Do you work part-time? What is your career path? Okay, and see, and that's another thing, too, as far as, like, the legal field. You know, I was in law school. You know, my path was to own my own firm today as oh a top attorney. But mm-hmm. when I met William, you know, we kind of had to sit down. We both wanted a family. We wanted kids. And we kind of figured out that we both can't kill to eat. You know, he was going to have a very demanding job. So I said, well, you know, I definitely want to be a mother, you know, so I can kind of take a back seat to that, which is, you know, kind of what I've done. But it, it's kind of worked out because now I help run a family business, you know, with my dad, mm-hmm. which is for the best because I'm going to end up taking over that business someday. So I have a lot of flexibility with his demanding schedule, which mm-hmm. works out perfect. So, you know, you know, God gives you your presence in different wrappings, you know, whatever. So it actually works out. But yeah, so I kind of work part time for my dad. Um, during the week, three days a week. Um, but it, it works out for us. So yeah, I'm also doing that, you know, picking up the kids, mm-hmm. taking them where they need to go. In Cincinnati. So you are, you, you're driving down there. Yeah. Cincinnati. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, our, our balance comes in with just him probably taking on a little bit more. But I just want to point out, you have a law degree. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, Another mirror family. Yeah, I you was don't, supposed you don't to be a lawyer, but somebody went, didn't want to leave out of Ohio. But anyway. You wanted to go to New York. I did. Somewhere. You want to leave? Why? I wanted to go to NYU. Wow. But he was like, um, we'll talk about it maybe one day. And one day is 14 years later. So I had to be an But educator. guess what? You're happy in your career. I love now. what I do now. Yeah. So but she's coming different. So I guess. So she kind of said it and kind of glossed over. But that was, that was a serious conversation that we had to have. Mm-hmm. It was It was like... Yo, you know, like you know, we got to balance what we're going, what was going on right now. As far as you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. You know, so um. And you was traveling since what 2010? Yeah, yeah. And so that's we what kind of helped you just out. Had a dog, and he had to go to the kennel all the time. It's true. So I already knew he got to go to the kennel. Our kids. True. So <laughs> sitting down and having those <laughs> conversations about <laughs> mid to long term goals was actually important because it actually changed the vector of everything we were doing. Mm-hmm. Had I stayed in the military when she first met me, was in the military. Mm-hmm. So had I stayed in the military, we wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. I'd have been, you know, wherever I was going to be in the world, moving. Or, yeah. And so, um, you know, it was a conversation we had to have, and it was a very serious conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, just having those talks was actually important. So. And I think that just speaks volumes to who you are and the sacrifices that sometimes we as women make mm-hmm. for right. you all to do what you love to do. Right. Um, you know, the fact that she has a law degree and she's basically a part-time stay-at-home mom, but she still works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that just it's commendable because some other people would be like, no, I got this law degree. I'm going to use this. Right. You know what I mean? So um, to, to make the sacrifices that we make as mothers and as wives, sometimes you do want to feel valued and appreciated and acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And I think even 
and the whole balance part of the cleaning and everything at home, sometimes you, it, it goes where you feel like I'm unappreciated, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I'm making sacrifices. So I need your help. I need your support because I'm trying to make this thing work for mm-hmm. everybody. So, I mean, we've had our moments, but um, I think we've gotten to the point now where, you know, he, he respects what I do and he tries to push on the kids. The kids have a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. and they have that because it's necessary. Like our jobs and our careers and being an entrepreneur, like we just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So while I wish I could just be here with a broom waiting for you to mess up, I can't. You know what I mean? Plus, I don't think that it, it really creates them to be responsible. So we are all participants in this household and this family. Everybody got to do their part. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think sometimes even stay-at-home moms get slighted a little bit right. because it's like, well, you at home. I mean, what else you got to do? Well, raising a child and being a stay-at-home parent, which I did for two years, it's a lot of freaking right. work. Right. And I say that because you wake up and go to bed with your kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did that too. So you don't Parker. get that break. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would get on him like, well, you get a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> I get right. no lunch break. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm eating while I'm trying to feed her. I'm eating too, you right. know, and right. when she's sleeping, right. I'm trying to get something right. done. Right. So it's, it, you know, you have to acknowledge that as right. well. Right. Yeah. Just want to point that, that out. That's another thing too. When you go out of town, like, you know, he's like, I'm out of town for work. It's work. And I'm like, but you're in a hotel room. You can, watch tv sleep in peace yeah yeah you know and he's like well it's work though i'm tired i'm like but still i'm at home i gotta get up baby wake up middle of the night yeah Yeah, you know but but you do do a good job of acknowledging it like i said you'll say thank you randomly yeah thank you for holding it down thank you you know but still the point i was going to make is that one of the one of the most uh advancing times that i've seen in my children's life was when you were staying at home um full time or not with parker um, and then, you know, of course, life life situations changes. You know, we have to make adjustments or whatnot, and she has to go to school. It is what it is. But um, that time that you spent was absolutely valuable. So I just wanted to put that plug in to where, you know, a lot of times we get in this mindset of, okay, family, let's have a baby, go to daycare, do this. You know, mm-hmm. this, this kind of set structure, what we think should go on. But I'm telling you, like, that that was the most, in my opinion, most advancing time of our life is when my daughter was able to sit there mm-hmm. and actually learn from her mother and learn whatever is going on, um, you know, if, if you can sacrifice it, right? Because that, that was a hit on us, right? I mean, like at that point in time, when you had to stop working and you stayed at home, I mean, I was just going out the military. We were figuring out life at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So that was a sacrifice. That was a hit. Yeah. Um, so you got out the military when Parker was born? Your first, yeah. Your first so I, I separated in March of 2013. Parker was born in October of 2013. What, what, you separated in February. I stopped working at March. the firm in February. Yeah, and she was born in October. So that whole year was a big adjustment period for us, you know. I mean, we was, I mean, I mean, in my opinion, you know, living high, living in charge, living, doing doing, oh, every, yes. doing, doing whatever we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bam, you know, a whole bunch of life stuff started happening. Bam, got the military. Bam, she's pregnant. Bam, she stops working at that point in time. So it was like a whole bunch of stuff we had to kind of figure out and work through with life. Um, That's funny. Because yeah. when our first daughter was born, our first child was born, she got... I got laid off. Yeah, you got laid off. So mm-hmm. she had to stay home. Mm-hmm. Ours wasn't too much of a choice. It was more of a... But I, that was something I kind of desired, but yeah. it was kind of like forced upon us that mm-hmm. you stay home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting a job. I ended up getting back at where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like we had no... Ins- we was about to have no insurance. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And got, so he got I, on like just three in months, time for my three months before she for was born. my insurance to end and his to begin to or cover four. the baby. Oh, okay. 
That's almost like you too. The government was on the freeze, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, were freezing. We, they said they weren't hired. Yeah, so I trying to get back on as a civilian. I put in my paperwork to separate, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, they got me. And then I saw all these, you know, articles about oh, hiring freeze, blah blah. blah. So I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I make it wrong. <laughs> but it got through somehow. I mean, but you know, this this was all about you know, I mean, not to take it full circle, but you know, just having I always that, got a plan though. Yeah, mm-hmm. having yeah. that, having that higher, higher believing in and ensuring that everything. It's gonna work out. Is in is in is in accordance with someone's plan, and so we just kept pressing forward. But I, I remember I was in California, and I remember specifically I remember seeing an article on the internet about General Wolfenbarger at the point in time issuing a hiring freeze for Wright Pat, and it was like if you haven't gotten your whatever blah blah blah, then you know all hiring is done. And I remember at that point in time also clicking over to my email and seeing an offer letter in my email at, mm, at that exact wow. moment. And I was like, man, like, because <laughs> I had no backup. She, she, it, it, this all goes back to the conversation I was having about maybe 15, 20 minutes ago about me shielding, in my opinion, certain things mm-hmm. from, from her. Mm-hmm. She didn't know I was going through all that. But I, I was I was sweating. I was like, man, if I don't get this job, like, yeah. we're talking about a month from now, I'm getting out the military. It's all done, right? So yeah, man. it's all those type of things. So, so yeah. let me ask this. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't even think that we covered this. Mm-hmm. I know for me, and I was going to ask you, why do you DJ? As much as you do, I know for me, being laid off twice. I was laid off in two thousand six. Hmm. Laid off again in two thousand seven, and I just never wanted to be in that position again to where I was collecting unemployment. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we didn't have no kids at that time. Mm-hmm. But I know I DJ now the way I do because I know like some of the older people in my family or people that I work with are like, "You shouldn't work so much. You need to settle down." I'm like, "Look." We ain't got them 30 year jobs and retire. Yeah. That don't exist for us no more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, maybe for the government it Mm kind of do, Mm -hmm. but in the private sector, you don't you don't get that opportunity. And thankfully where I work at, we still got a pension. Oh, do you? I didn't I didn't realize pension was a thing of the past. But I still get a pension, they still match the four oh one K um up to a certain percentage, like up to four percent uh stock options and stuff like that. But um I didn't want to be in that position again to where I was like, you know what? If 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 my job was to say we don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now, I'm in a position to where if I went full-time DJing, we would be straight. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Because even this summer when I switched jobs and I was like stressing, I will work another job in a minute. Mm-hmm. And he has to get on me like just relax. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to work another job. Mm-hmm. Like just it's going to be okay. We got savings, you're good. But he was able to supplement with DJing my income Mm -hmm. while I was off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's one of those things, like, it paid off, you know, him having this. See, I used them tax dollars back in 2012. You sure did. You got them (laughs) back, honey. But, you know, I I just, and then, too, because my my financial path in my mind is, of course, I want money. Mm -hmm. I want money. So I have to have multiple streams. Mm Mm-hmm have to have multiple streams and I know even even with all that I still got a balance one of the things that we love to do is travel like mm-hmm. cruise a cruise is probably one of our favorite things um and now me taking off one weekend out the month somewhat um so you try to do that every month now somewhat okay I would say on average, it's like every other month. <laughs> but I know when we went on our when we went on our vacation back in June, I took off two weeks. Yeah, like, he did, which was shocking. I took off two weeks, no DJing, no work. We was going on a cruise for eight days, 
came home for a day, and then we went to Texas yep, for a week. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and I felt so refreshed, somewhat. I'm at a point now where I just want to sit at home. Yeah, yeah. If I can just take off a week and just sit at home and just play Xbox. Not, <laughs> not me. I'll be ready to go. Right. But you know what I mean? Home look like work. <laughs> Clean but, but sometimes you just want to <laughs> chill out the, out the house because it's like traveling can be work too. When you had a kid, it's work, right. but. We never done that yet. Yeah. What took the kids on vacation? That we don't plan to either. <laughs> I'm blaming you, honey. Give us they, some time. They, young. they ain't going to remember nothing. Yeah. Parker, maybe? No, no. All I, I mean, feel like I might as well be at home. Mom, give us some time. You know, mom, yeah, got to be in bed by this time. But when we went on our cruise, there yeah. was no kids, but we took the kids to Texas. Oh, okay. And then, like, on Christmas, we try to do stuff. Yeah. Um, we travel with them for that. All I remember from when like I was young was going to Disney World or Land, whatever it is in Florida, mm-hmm. had a Velcro wallet with five dollars in it, and I Velcro. lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was salty. I mean, I was five dollars everything. Five dollars was the then. world back then. I mean, That's all I remember from my from my childhood vacation was losing. <laughs> and I remember they had a ferry ride, and I remember looking over the ferry like, "Oh my God, I'm leaving Disney World. Like, my wallet is somewhere over there. I don't have it." Anyway, wallet. sorry. That's a sentimental point. You can't even saying. enjoy Disney World over the $5. <laughs> you just spent $55 to get in here. You mad about them $5? For me, that $5 was the world. Tell yeah. me. Yeah, man. Yep. So um, we are at 64 minutes, an hour and four minutes. So I got one question. Who is the glass half full and glass half empty person in yeah. your relationship? Optimistic versus pessimistic. Pessimistic. I'm not even going to jump. I'm going to let her answer this because I know she's going to say what I what did. Just go ahead. I'm the glass half empty. He was the glass half full, definitely. I'm, <laughs> mirror, I'm family. a total optimist. Like I can find that I can find the silver lining in anything. That's me. I can't. I Man, I'm, I'm a realist. I, I, I see yeah. it right now. I don't see nothing. Yeah. Babe, it is a little something at the bottom. Can't you see it here? Look. I don't no. see nothing. I don't see nothing. Man. That's me. I, I just in everything I believe, like, number one, God is always taking care of us. Like, you know, and I just believe, I, I believe too, there's energy in the words that we put out there. Mm-hmm. So I just refuse to say something that's going, you know, diminish what can possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And Maya, she'd be like, I'm real. And I'm like, I don't see I, nothing. I see, I see, I see what's real, but I'm going to speak into existence what we, we don't see. We got a negative checking account. This is years ago. First mm-hmm. got me a checking account negative. Baby, it's going to be okay. Something going to come through. Uh-uh. I need to come through today. I don't see nothing. Okay? We getting fees on this account. I need it to come through now. Baby, it's going to come through. Don't worry about it. It's gonna... Mm-mm. No. So I've always been a believer of the, uh, you know, uh, the thermometer versus the thermostat mm-hmm. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I try my hardest to not let any outside influences control my mood and my environment and what I want to project other people around me. So... You know, and, and it balances right with Sid because Sid is a firecracker. I mean, she she is she is she is a firecracker. That's why you marry her. And, and, and <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean a firecracker? I mean, because shit, shit like, like <laughs> take a simple elaborate. argument. I, I know we a little bit over time right now, but take a simple argument. I mean, she will be going off about something just like, oh, you did this, you did that, blah blah blah. Just, I mean, just literally in the in the in the heat of of what she's doing. And I'm just sitting there. I'm plain face. I'm just sitting there looking. And sometimes there I crack a smile. Out. You and I can't I mean, there I crack a smile, right? But I'm just sitting there looking like, babe. Oh, like, it's funny? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny right now? So, you know, it's just, for, 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 for me, it's just like, I, I think we have a good balance from that perspective because 
if I was as hype as she was about every single little Bruh. thing, oh what? We, Bruh. We, like it would be World War Nine. Yeah, is it, it, it? So so I I feel like I play that calm role, and sometimes, and we get into conversations about this. Sometimes it could be to a detriment because sometimes it comes off as I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's yeah. it. So, but it, but it's it's mirror family. But bro. it's not that I don't care. It's just like I I have to provide that foundation and balance. And sometimes, like 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 I just talked about earlier, sometimes I may actually something may be rallying my rallying my brain about maybe this is a little bit more serious. But outwardly, I just have this. I don't I don't know if it's a filter or what. But I'm just I'm very very calm, cool, and collected when it comes to things. Like, I just I'm don't learn, show you learning. may have an excuse because you've been in the military. I don't know what his <laughs> is. I got a bad temper. You do. I oh, a, thank I really, you for acknowledging it. No, I know I do. I'm yes. always at that. I've put some holes in some walls. What? With these knuckles. <laughs> no, you know, like for me, I just have a bad temper, and I'm like, if I if I go there too, hmm. I'm I'm breaking a door or a wall or something. And gotcha. it has been done. Oh, it has been done. Yes. yes. It has been done. So, you know, I I have to control my temper, mm-hmm. and not if she's going there, yeah. I'm like. But matter see, of fact, matter of fact, the rule is being: if we getting hot. Leave the room, come back when we calm down. <laughs> but see, the thing is, let's paint the full picture here. Okay, okay here we go. So it's not like I'm a yeller mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? Yeah. It's just that if I'm talking and you don't want me to make my point or mm-hmm. you feel like you can't see my point, mm-hmm. you're not done. You're just choosing not to get my point right, at that time. Right, so right. then for me, it's like I'm continuing to talk. He's shutting down. Right, and then you don't right. want to talk about it. I'm still talking. Right. Then he want to just get mad. Like, right, no, right. talk about it. Right, so right. it has come to the point after we've had a couple blow ups in our marriage mm-hmm. that I'm like, you have to talk. Like, you can't let stuff fester and go on and on mm-hmm. and on and then poop, boom. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So he's really worked on communicating and expressing himself. But see, the thing is, when we, when we, when we in our argument, she takes about 79% of the, of the time talking. <laughs> and it's I don't like, care. He got eight words. Had, I got we, eight. We had, we've had saying. this rule of <laughs> if, if she's talking or vice versa, I'm talking, we can't cut each other off. Because mm-hmm. it's just going to turn into an argument. Yeah. So it's just like, she would go on and on, or I would have to literally pull out a pen and paper but it's a and start taking noise. <laughs> because it's like she gets everything out, and it's mm-hmm. like for yeah. me, I'm like, she'd be like, "Okay, it's your turn." I'm like, I don't forgot what the point was. You didn't, you <laughs> oh didn't well, that's not my subjects. problem. <laughs> you didn't hit eight. Sub- not my so, problem. And I, sir. and I think I think now where I've learned is. I'm like, let's hit this problem on the head mm-hmm. before we move on to something else. Because I think for me, that's where the buildup happened. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing out. Or if I do try to explain myself, because I call her the master justifier. Mm. Yeah, he says that. Whatever. It might be the lawyer in me. But <laughs> like, it, no matter. Or, or I used to say, whatever it is in your brain, that's what it is. No matter what I say. <laughs> It's such an insult because sometimes it's yeah. not true. No, but 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 yeah, like that's your perception. But if I try to explain myself, you're like, no, that's not what it is. I'm like, because I don't agree with you. That don't mean that I ain't understanding. <laughs> but I'm explaining my intent, and I'm like, would you please look at the intent of my heart versus yeah, okay. what you believe <laughs> what it was? Yeah, okay. That's wow. a whole other podcast. Wow. <laughs> I, I, man, that was the same thing. I just want to say two quick things, real quick, two of the quick things. So our wedding song was Can You Stand the Rain? And we yes. don't have we don't have no time to go Missy into it. Elliot? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I can't be a DJ and say that. And we, and, we, and we ain't got no time to go into how I actually proposed to her. 
But no, you know, no, no, no. It's a different, different topic, different subject. Okay. But the bottom line is, we we built everything upon the understanding that marriage ain't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not gonna have perfect times. We're not gonna be happy all the time. And what's <laughs> gonna define us at the end of the day is how we deal with our hard times, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I chose we chose that song, you know, in particular because Can You Stand the Rain is about you know understanding the hard times of a marriage and understanding how that can extrapolate into a long lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going going with that theme. Um, the point that I was trying to make, which it was something about what y'all was saying. It was, uh, dang. Um, oh, gosh. no, a, it was about, was it about oh, trying to get man. your point through or yes. Thank you for giving me a topic. Maybe we can edit that. Maybe we can't. But uh, so the bottom line is we implemented something, um, as we were uh, conversing and having arguments going through our marriage, whatever case may be was that, and this was humbling for me. was like, you know what? Every single morning when I wake up, I'm going to kiss you goodbye. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every single morning, right? And so... Even when y'all mad at each other. Even when we mad. Ooh, and so... You do so, it, I won't do so it. So for yes, me... Oh, 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 oh. Get on, Have on, you get ever on. got the stale lip kiss? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, so... so, so <laughs> Lips for, all ashy. So for me... So for me, I don't, I, don't, I don't engage beyond the point where I, William Gunn, feels like someone else is being irrational. Oh, can you say it's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying... When I get to the point where I feel like she's being irrational about something, I shut off. Yeah, shut I honestly shut off. That's me. I roll over in the middle of a conversation, so mad. and I go to sleep. <laughs> I, it, it happens quite often. I go you to wake sleep. Up. I wake oh, up. Yeah, don't kiss me. I wake up that next morning. I, get, I brush my teeth. I take a shower. I put on my clothes. Now, the and best s- time to do it is when you don't brush your teeth. And <laughs> I got to try that next Good time. Morning, but I walk over babe. to her, and, 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 I, and, I, and I kiss her. I say, love you, babe. Have a good day. Every single morning, regardless if I'm mad at her, and, bro, and, you're and, a good one. That's that's hard. It's, it's humbling. It's humbling. It, it varies because sometimes I know I'm going to bed and I know I was right about something, but it's just like nah, nah. Look at you there. know, he was right. You were wrong. I know I was right about something. Yeah, yeah. but I just do it because you know. And and, and and honestly, comment on this. I think that has played a big part in our in our marriage. Now, should just the humbleness of be able to come to you and still kiss you even when I am mad. I mean, you, you, you could really disagree. Never, I mean, you're never really mad, mad. I mean, I that, can, that is, that I'm is the true. one who usually like upset. But Sorry. I mean, I can still Can't talk that. to you. You're when you're like, mad. Sorry, when you're mad. Like, he's never that type of male, which is good because, you know, I'm like, that's. I hope you don't have an attitude problem. Like, there's only a number of tampons in the house. So you have attitudes and you have problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's instigating. Dang. No, I'm just saying if he has attitude. Did you bring tampons into this? What's going on? No, I. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't really ever have an attitude or mad at me, you know, where I can't talk to him or, or say something to him, you know, like, hey, well, Will, can we blah, 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 you know, he's never, like, stop talking to me or ignoring me or, you know, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, because we, we actually only dated for a year before we got engaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got engaged. He proposed, like, mid-argument when... I was kind of being irrational at that she was time crying. for no reason. She was mad. That's why I ain't want to get into that that part of conversation. No, I just didn't want to go bowling or something. I was just being irrational. It, went, just it, it wasn't no fairy tale mm-hmm. engagement. It was I, I literally pushed her to the brink. Like she was like, "I'm done with you, blah blah." <laughs> like I don't want to see you no more. Like you out of my life. Like get. I, I can't believe I ever start talking to you, blah blah. Will you marry me? And then oh. I put out the ring. And, and, it, and it, but you know, like I said, the the, the 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 ironic thing of it was she was crying. Like I, I literally pushed her. I pushed her as far as I could. Maybe it was a psychological. Warfare was going on, but I pushed as far as I could, 
And the whole time I had the ring, you know, kind of on my leg. Or on purpose? On purpose. I, I, I pushed her that because, so I know we don't have time for this, wow. but let me, let me, let me back up that. So, so we met at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. My intent for a couple of weeks was to take her to the bowling alley and, and ask her to marry me at the, the, um, the bowling alley that, that we first met. Mm-hmm. Because of stuff, whatever she's going on, blah, 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 this stuff just didn't, it never worked out. So we never ended up kind of making it back to that bowling alley for a date. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I had this ring in my you know, pocket for you know, you know, a month or so now, blah, blah, blah. Let me think of the right thing to do. And so that's what ended up happening was she was at my house. We got into an argument, which was systematic for us at that point silly in time. Because, silly. yeah, we argued about everything. We was young or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, man, this this going to be the night. And so she's mad. And I'm like, oh, so so, so you don't want to be with me, huh? Like, no, nah, I want to be with you. Oh, oh, oh. So, you know, so you, you never want to see me again. No, I'm about to get my stuff. Like, we, we're literally going at it. Like, she's, I, I forgot what I, I we was arguing so about. Silly. But she was crying. Like, she was literally in tears. No, I was not. You were in tears. Well, you she won't admit to it. Really she was in tears. She was in tears. And I remember pulling out the I ring. Remember. And the tears of pain, I don't know, it wasn't pain, but it was just frustration. like frustration turned into know. tears of joy. I, I remember that. I'm she, not even crying. She, 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 it, it, it turned into tears of joy. <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> yes, I'm you. <laughs> was anybody around when this happened? No. No, it, it was me. It was 12, 30 yeah, at it night. Was us. It was like, we were, I was pushing her. Like, I pushed her. Hey, bro, that is the most. You will never hear a gay no, story like that ever again. But that's I've never heard of we did. Well, yeah, because I, I like I said, I was being irrational for really no reason. So I'm like, if he can ask me to marry him and be his wife when I'm, you know, in this type of mood, then you know, I guess he can really handle, you know, whatever type of woman I'm gonna be. Because yeah. I don't even know what woman I'm gonna be. I'm 24, I think. Because yeah, my I'm comment like, oh. was about marriage and about the good times, it's about the hard times. And if you willing to accept me right now, then that's gonna mean something for the long yeah, run. Like, if you see more of me. Hey, okay, I got well, another question. <laughs> we, we've been through a point where we almost was like, let's just throw in the towel. Well, she has been there. I, nev- I never really threw out the <laughs> divorce where she would be like, have you ever got to that brink in your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Look, he never. Of course never. I say it. I know make y'all I mad. never got like, there. I, know you. <laughs> I don't even say it to be mad. For him to be, for him to be mad, I was dead serious. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to tell the and truth. She has her shame, hand raised right and, now. Right hand to God. the devil. Okay? <laughs> I was yes, mad. So y'all, y'all have been there before. Where was she that? has. I've, I've never. I've never. Unless like you correct me wrong, I, I never got there. I, but. I, I, like I said, I say it. I know it. It, it makes him mad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's really what I would want. You know, but sometimes it's just like we both come from two parent homes. His parents been married for forty one years. My parents been married for thirty three years. Dang. So we both have seen successful results. So it's kind of just like you know, I throw it out there just sometimes to make him mad. I used to anyway. Like. We don't do that. Yeah, I can't remember the last anymore. time you've done. I that, used to in the beginning, like maybe the yeah, first year. That's how I was early in the marriage. Yeah, earlier on, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah. Because I was like, I did not sign up for this. Right. Okay. This right. is not the part of the fairy tale that I thought I would be living. Right. 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 Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think I I didn't know because when I look at y'all on the outside, it just seems like y'all so lovey dubby. And I mean, what y'all, y'all should really be. Fun. And y'all really like, had a fun. Do. Y'all do have a fun. Y'all really do. Yeah, which is good. Like, like, I just didn't know if y'all ever experience. been there. I was just curious. Oh, man. We, we didn't we do do have mad. some knockdown I make, drag I do out make stuff. But the thing is, though, it's not even nothing too serious. You know, most people, they, you know, fighting over infidelity. They fighting over, you know, a bunch of different in-laws and stuff like that. Like. Our stuff is so minuscule. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think that she sees my. So my my perception of everything is that she sees my calmness and the way I handle things, mm-hmm. and she tries to like get something out of me at times. 
And it, especially see, if that I, might it, be the lawyer in you. <laughs> that see, that, that, that was, might be the lawyer. And in I you. would feel like I'm on trial with her. No, you know, I used to feel I like I didn't go to law school, but you <laughs> didn't. But you wanted to be a lawyer so yeah, bad. So sometimes baby, I would think baby. I would feel like you would try to put me on a trial, and I'm yeah. like, No, it's like here go the facts. Now let's go. Right, he needs help. I'm just typically calm, cool, and collected, and you know, a lot of cases. So my thing wasn't that at the beginning of our marriage, we always talked about. Is this argument gonna cause us to divorce today or tonight or tomorrow? Mm-hmm. If it ain't, if if it's if it's not a topic of divorce, then why am I wasting my brain bites and why am I wasting my time on it right here and there? So that that's always how I approach every single issue, and so you know it's quote unquote fun to go back and forth all this stuff like that. But I I just never bought into any of that. That that was me. That What's was fun me. to go back and forth? I'm, I'm saying the overall because. Obviously, if somebody want to go back and forth about something that's, in my opinion, very, very minuscule, and it must be fun to them, not oh, speaking for somebody else, but I'm, I'm just saying. never fun for me. It, no, it, it was never oh, fun for me as well, but I mean, what I'm saying is See I would, saying? I would sit there. fun. I, like, no, I had a valid point. Do not dilute <laughs> right, my point right. and no, say I, I do it, it for the fun. fun. <laughs> I said it was never fun. I said fun my will. Like, oh, do I'm, not dilute my right. point of view because you feel like I'm doing it for the sport. Right, no, exactly. I have a point that I'm trying right. to make that you don't want to deal with. I'm just saying, I'm not about to sit here and go back and forth about a dish on the table or <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't get Parker a bath and like got it yeah I can do See, better we'll, we'll have our own moment because I do understand <laughs> also well right saying. right right living my but best yeah, life we have fun though you know we kick it we go out well, you know, what's one of our worst arguments that we ever had I thought the podcast was in you close Close. You, Jay was maybe like two. I was going to Cincinnati for something, and it was about cleaning up, of course. Matter of fact, I know one when you were laying that dirt down at the house, when you were laying that gra- those grass seeds down, and you had all that dirt outside that y'all was trying to what you call it across the grass like what the what's the stuff laying the seeds spread mm-hmm. spreading the dirt to lay the seeds down mm-hmm. you was out there all day jay's christening was the next day mm. i told him i'm like we gotta clean up babe i'm outside i can't i can't get to it so i'm like i'm dealing with her trying to clean up trying to get mm-hmm. ready for the christening the next day so when he comes in, I'm like, dude, you didn't help me do anything. Like, I'm up all night. Of course, he sits on the couch. He's ready to go to sleep. So we had a whole argument back and forth. And that's when a nice little hole went in Jade's door. You remember mm. that? What? Well, he like- no. <laughs> I remember the hole. But I don't remember what it was there? about. How I get there? My two fists. Okay. I was iron fist back then. Yeah. But it was over the dirt. Yes, because you were out there like, I'm trying to take care of this. I'm trying to make sure we got grass. We didn't have any grass in our yard for mm-hmm. years because it was like raw land that had just built the house and no one ever laid grass down. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, the it's time to have The guy that was building grass. the house ended up going to jail in the middle of building the house. Yeah, oh, so he okay. didn't finish the landscaping okay. part. Yeah. So it was like that for years because we couldn't afford to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, when you first get married, you got good intentions. We going to do this. We going to fix mm-hmm. that. And then financial crisis happened and you like... I get to it one day. Mm-hmm. Well, this particular day, the day before her christening, he decides this is the day he gonna lay down in the dirt. <laughs> so he knows how I am about cleaning up. So, like today, I'm gonna give you your kudos. You did clean up when I came home. Everything was clean. Thank you. Thank the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like we would argue about cleaning up, yeah. mm-hmm. and it would just escalate. 
Right. Because for me, I just feel like it's like nails on a chalkboard when my house is not together. Exactly. That's the best way I, I can agree. describe it. I agree. So I don't care about the other stuff. It's just like my house, have respect. Right, right. And they feel like there's so many other things you could be arguing about. Yeah, I'm like, no. That's important, though. No. Yeah, some of our stuff has been over the house. It's the house. And I could never understand it. Like, it's a house. I mean, like. Cleaning up. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. What's what's one of y'all's worst? Worst argument? Mm Mm-hmm. I can think of plenty of arguments before we got married that was worse right, like, bad. Yeah, but we didn't have the honeymoon stage before dating. Yeah, it was I bad the whole like first year. Yeah. Oh, that was, we was good. Yeah, like I when mean, we got married, it, things were because like pretty weak. I felt like she was trying to play me when I when I first got here. For I, it, to be honest, I mean, you know, I I didn't know a lot of people in dating. You know, she was a quote unquote well known person around here, all this stuff like that. So I, I I felt like at times she was trying to play me a little bit here and there. So we would get into arguments over things. Like that, whether it's you know other males, et cetera, because I felt like the dudes knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? They would just try to, you know, yeah, just you know, yeah, not and even going was, there right. And now. you a frat too, so you yeah, know you so, got all that flexing. Th- so things was a little things was a little different back then, but marriage wise, worst argument. That's a great I can't question. Think of a worst one, I could think of just tedious stuff, but one where. It was like really, really bad. Yeah. I mean, the, dating, but marriage. I, don't know. I mean, I guess in total, I guess just, just, just re- recent arguments. Like I, well, I'd say about kids, about, about the kids, kids. Yeah, yeah. After we had kids, it was I, kids mean, I can't think of one that was just so, so bad. Right. But just the same stuff. It's been years of the same stuff you know, mm-hmm. since we had Parker. The same thing, being consistent. But yeah, I just can't think of one that was just really, really bad. Like you need to do more. And, and, and like just, I said, that those have been you know. But but once again, this goes back into how. At least I attempt to handle arguments within the marriage. So we can have an hour or two conversation, whether it's 60 minutes of her talking to two minutes of me talking. And but that night, though, that's it. Like I wake up the next day, I say my prayers, I kind of get up and I kiss you goodbye. I move on. Now, sometimes it takes her the next half a day to move on from it. But we, we have learned to try to move on. We haven't had three, three, two, three, four day arguments at all in our marriage. No. Wow. I don't even think we've had two day two day yeah. arguments. We went, we went a whole week before. No, really? we didn't went twelve days. Look, really? Yes, sir. She said twelve days. I mean, but that's that's it's not. I don't want to come off as that. I'm I slash we are better than. I'm just saying that. I feel slighted. No, that's just the way that I I tend to handle things. I just I just I just try not to let things linger. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna give you that night, sleep on it, whatever. If you're still mad the next day, we probably had about two, you know what I'm saying? I still two and a half mad, days tops. Then, yeah, you just try to. I don't know. <laughs> he just try to, you know, make it better somehow. So I'm give him like, that vitamin D. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's over. a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> let me get over. Watch the crowd go. Hey, hey, hey. I can't. Yep. So yeah, we 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 kind of we went way over, but it's all good. Um, this is technically our second one, but we gonna see how people, you know, they might like this length. <laughs> Do you like the length of this podcast? Please, hey, please, um, please, please, please. I can't. Yep. So this is this is the Dorsey Dan podcast. Thank you, the guns will thank you for coming through. Um, we'll we'll definitely have y'all back. We got subjects for days. Um, <laughs> we just might have y'all come sit on the couch and just be here with us, hey, hey. just give input. Whatever. We appreciate the invite so anytime. Definitely. You know. Yep. So. Um, it costs twenty dollars to be on here, so <laughs> each. Now, but now, by the way, since you're here, I got a presentation I want to show you. you know? <laughs> Yo, 
You already know. <laughs> Boy, them sneaky salesmen. Woo, they get you in the room. Well, before we go, can I tell your listeners about this plan? If you bring 10 people. Y'all ain't got no ass in this podcast? I can't put out no ass? Hey, you can no be plugs? a sponsor, but we might mute that part. If you bring in it, and then you just... <laughs> we'll make sure you get some... <laughs> but no, this is the Dorsey Den. I am DJ Doris E. And I am Maya Dorsey. And we are out. See you next time.